0: Welcome to the Rebel and Muse Podcast, where you can join us on our journey of self-improvement. I'm Kalea Wassman.
1: And I'm Melanie Wassman. Tune in each week to discover how we find balance in health, love, and life.
0: I just thought of something. Tell me. I totally forgot. Um... No, I thought of it and then I forgot. I'm on I'm on 6-day brain right now.
1: 6-day of his fast brain. Yes. I tease him very lovingly. Right. Every day when he does something kind of silly.
0: I got to say your patience with this is really really cool. <laughs> just, you know, allowing me to like go out and
1: through. Ex- <laughs>
0: yeah, just letting me allow and 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 allowing me to go trip out.
1: Hey, so what's for dinner? Oh, yeah, that's right. Nothing.
0: Nothing. <laughs> what's for dinner? Distilled water. Uh, However, I'm not going to even go down this rabbit hole because we discuss fasting way too much here. All the time. So um, let's go ahead and crack this open with an entirely different subject that we've never talked about.
1: Hmm. Have we really not talked about this?
0: I don't think so. And if we have, I mean... Are you
1: talking about our moon spells? Yeah, I'm
0: talking about the spells that we did because it's full moon.
1: It's actually a new moon. (laughs) Is it not full? Six-day brain.
0: It's six-day brain. Okay, so it's a new moon. Well... The deal is, too, is um, it's been really like marine-layered here in Oceanside at night, Mm -hmm. so I have no basis of what's going on up there.
1: (laughs) Blame it on the marine layer. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So we did some great moon spells last night, and when we do moon spells, um, we do them with the cycle of the moon, and typically the new moon is about creating. So if you would follow along with the, the cycle of the moon historically, people would um, plant their seeds on a new moon and on a full moon they would uh, harvest. So it's kind of going along with that cycle. Okay. So on a full moon you would harvest your manifestations, your desires, you would honor that. And then you would think of things that you want to let go for the waning moon. And then on the new moon you think of whatever you want to create and manifest.
0: And this is just ancient. Wisdom kind of stuff. This is just what used to just be like the norm, right?
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Before like religion came in and like said, no, no, this is bad Mm
1: -hmm. because
0: there's no money in it for us. So you can't do this anymore.
1: (laughs) Yes. Okay. That's what they said. Yes. Okay, cool. So it's basically just manifestations and putting your intention somewhere and, and really making, um, making it ritualistic so that you are focusing your intention, um, really, Strongly toward mm-hmm. what your desire is or what your outcome is or what you want to create and manifest
0: This was a very specific desire for us. Wasn't it? It was yes, because yeah. um,
1: but it's a secret.
0: <laughs> I always <almost laughs> just spilt the beans right there. Oh, yeah. Um, no to tell you the truth uh, We live in this beautiful location in Oceanside uh, And in the beginning of September they gave us a 60-day notice because we're renting here um, one of the units, there's four units. One of the units got sold. Um, however, in a unique twist of universal fate, the owner of the new property, which actually has like a better view, and it's the same kind of it's like beautiful same kind of layout as our house,
1: she wants to lease. She it. wants
0: the lease and rent. So. Uh, I mean, we may have just upgraded. I, you know, what? I take that back. We have just upgraded heavily <laughs> right now, so I'm excited about that. There's and there's a so little, it is. yeah. And so it is. There's a little sneak peek into what's happening with the Rebel and Muse Studio right now.
1: Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Yeah. So, but with this new moon, um, I like to follow something. It's she's online. She's called Mystic Mama, and that's she's, a good name. Yeah, she spells it Mystic M A M M A. So it's a little bit different than just regular mama. So mysticmama.com. And she talks about specifically this um, new moon, even though new moons are about creating and manifesting, with everything going on with this past uh, astrological cycle of um, eclipses and retrogrades, I mean, I think at one point we had six planets, um, actually seven if you include, um, Cyrus as a planet, in retrograde, So there was a lot energetically going on that was astrological. Um, so this shift into the new moon in Virgo is about the release of that which holds the energy of the past at a lower frequency than where we are headed. So I think that's beautiful because sometimes we do want to manifest something. We want to create something. We want to do something in our lives, but we're held back by... Energy of the past, um, whether it be experiences or beliefs or, um, Oh, relationships or the stories, uh, fears, the, the stories are, you're telling, the stories, mm-hmm. um, the doubts that we may have. So we may be held back right. at a lower frequency than where we are headed and where we want to go. So this new moon in Virgo is that that catalyst, that shift to release that stuff so that we can step into this higher frequency, this higher vibration, and and really create and really manifest and not be held back. I dig. <laughs> you dig. I
0: dig for sure (laughs) uh speaking of which um we talking about not being held back are expanding Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and Mm -hmm. we're expanding in quite a way where it gets me so excited because i saw what you posted and you put up on our website
1: yeah so you might have seen that Uh, we did a post um a couple of days ago, ago about our new nutrition offerings and it's actually not new offerings because I I became a holistic nutritionist about three or four years ago Mm -hmm. and um so I have been offering this you know very under the radar at my studio along with workshops healing with Whole Foods and you know I have this 21 day jumpstart um but I am now offering it to the public or to our rebel amuse community and this can be done via um Skype, FaceTime, telephone, usually phone is the easiest way you can just kind of get comfortable and dive into what's going on without being distracted about, you know, looking at each other. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Or, you know, if you do live in the area, I'm happy to see people at uh, our yoga studio as well.
0: So what is the main um, intent with what you're doing here? And um, why are you offering this?
1: So... Holistic nutrition. So, I am offering this because I found that um, I was able to heal myself through nutrition years ago. And I tell the story on one of our podcasts. Um, I can't remember which number it is. So, I'm not going to repeat the whole story, but there is um, a small portion of it on our website on the Holistic Health page. And basically, it was a, a really interesting diagnosis that I finally got to after. Um, rounds and rounds and numerous doctors and months of MRIs and, you know, ruling out tumors in my brain. Um, They finally settled on a diagnosis of trigeminal neuralgia, which is typically male in your 70s that get this.
0: And and what is a trigeminal neuralgia?
1: (laughs) It's a great word. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It is the trigeminal nerve, so it's one of our cranial nerves, and it goes from the temple over through on the side of our face from the temple over our um, forehead, Mm -hmm. down over the top of your mouth and down on the chin. And it feels, when you have trigeminal neuralgia, it feels like the worst headache you can imagine, like a migraine times 10 with a shocking pain like you just got hit on a nerve at the dentist.
0: I think some people may not understand um, actually the severity of it when you say a worse headache a migraine times 10 i what i witnessed through this with you was more like someone taking a hot sword and <laughs> piercing it into your temple yeah it was way worse than any headache oh, i
1: wouldn't scream yeah for those of you listening out there kaleo had to he, he was so sweet through this whole process I would literally wake up and scream and rock myself. They would give me medication that was specific for migraines and it would do nothing. I know the name of this. It's called Tegretol. No, that was an anti epileptic oh, medication so that they gave me. Okay. Yeah. So, what did they give you? Uh, well, the Tegretol. They uh-huh. did give me that anti seizure medication, which is, a. I didn't have any seizures, but it blocks the pain from your brain to the nerve or the nerve to the brain right and so it basically just made me who's sensitive to all medications um it made me just a a shell of myself like a vegetable zombie <laughs> I felt. You're, yeah you're a zombie. zombie-ish yeah um but yeah i do talk about this in a previous podcast right, so i right. won't get into into it in too much detail however i found that you know being so frustrated my whole focus was um, going to doctors, finding out what they didn't know what to do. They had no idea. Um, just test, 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 medication, medication, medication. And finally, I had an instance, uh, uh, something happened, an event happened that I talk about in a previous podcast, and I decided there's no way I can continue on this, on this medication. Um, so... I decided that I will this whole time I was keeping a journal everything that I took in whether it was um, food drink life experiences um, music whatever it was I would just write down basically journaling my whole day until I, and I would you know write when I had one of my episodes and I started seeing a pattern, and I had brought this up to doctors. You know, it could be something I'm eating, maybe allergies, and, you know, they just kind of laughed it off, unfortunately. And once I got sick of this and threw my medication away, I really dove into the journal and looked at it, and I said, okay, every time I have an episode, uh, I don't know, it was maybe within 12 hours, I had eaten turkey or chicken. Mm Mm-hmm. And I am already very sensitive or allergic depending on what kind it is to antibiotics and even though we're buying you know organic and supposedly healthy I'm doing air quotes here um, chicken or turkey they still you know the USDA still allows for a threshold of these medications antibiotics and hormones and everything in there to be called hormone free it's kind of a farce so I stopped eating chicken and turkey and all all birds. I already didn't eat any red meat and I haven't had one of those headaches again. Yes, since I stopped that
0: and that is so much power Oh, right I there. felt so
1: empowered. I felt so uh, Dependent on the medical system the allopathic which is the Western medicine system I felt so dependent and I, I felt sick and there was something wrong with me and um, you know why was I this young woman when you're supposed to get this so called diagnosis that I got when, you know, as an old man? Um, and I kept having to take this medication, even though I, you know, when I didn't have med- the, the headaches, I had to keep the blood levels up in my body. So I just felt like I was trapped. Mm-hmm. So once I threw away the medication and, and came to this conclusion, I said, you know what, I'm going to try this. And I did, I stopped. Cold turkey, <laughs> <laughs> nice, and nice. never had another headache like that. You know, of course.
0: So I you basically you got out of the diagnosis of you will never be the same again. to You have to I, take
1: this medication forever,
0: right? And, and you'll never be the same again.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you took that, and you said no. And now you're better than ever
2: mm-hmm. because
0: you just followed a different path that you just kind of sunk into.
1: I felt empowered. I felt like I was taking my life back. And, you know, granted, I know that there's certain diagnoses that you have to be in the Western medicine um, program cycle path. Mm-hmm. However, I do really believe that you can balance that at least with how you're feeling from the medication if you are on you know if you have something that's serious and you have to be Supported with Western medicine. I think that holistically um, they can go hand in hand find an integrative doctor or a Naturopath that can support your path with allopathic medicine.
0: Absolutely. I completely agree.
1: hmm Yeah, so this was kind of the um, the catalyst the introduction for me to get Um, to to maintain that empowerment of I can make myself feel better I'm lucky that I don't have something that is so serious I mean they're testing like I said for brain tumors and for multiple sclerosis and all of these really really serious diseases and um, I I feel very fortunate that I didn't have anything like that and I was able to um, easily stop these headaches and and you know get back on that path to health
0: awesome and so you're wanting to share this with other people that are going through things that they're not necessarily convinced that anything that they're currently doing is working
1: yeah i mean there is a saying um it's uh most people don't know how good their bodies are designed to feel and the man who said it is very controversial and and, um i don't really follow and believe him per se but that Statement is very profound is to me. Kevin Trudeau. Okay. Yeah, very controversial um, And a Trump supporter <laughs> But that's not why I'm right. <laughs> just throwing that in there <laughs> But it's a really true statement, you know, we sometimes we feel like Less than ourselves we may feel um, Bloated or we may feel stagnant in energy or just kind of not not good and we take that as, well, this is just normal. This is how I, I'm, I usually feel. And then when we start cleaning up our act, it's amazing. They're, like the, the windshield is cleansed, everything is more clear. You feel vibrant. You feel like, whoa, I didn't know I could feel so good. You know, I, I think we take for granted a lot that the foods that we eat um, have a big, profound impact on us. And, and we, we know when things are not right but it's getting out of that well it's just how i feel you know it's getting out of that complacency that that's where the empowerment stands
0: and not only that but also the um the uh, enabling that goes on especially with uh pharmaceuticals and just over the counter stuff where it's like um you know what i I feel horrible after i eat this philly cheese steak with tons of cheese whiz and onions but there's a pill for that peppers but there's there's tums there's, <laughs> there's tums so you can It'll go you, you can better. go ahead and go eat and once you start feeling yeah. ill take these little tablets and chew them and then you'll feel better so you can eat more of that food that doesn't make you feel good which you instinctually know doesn't but now <laughs> that you have this enabler this crutch of taking these pills it gets so wishwashed as mm-hmm. far as um the communication between you and your body And then you just saying, or your mind just saying, you know what, relax body, I got this, which is not really the actual uh, desired uh, conversation. You should definitely have a a really, really open, uh, natural conversation with your body and your mind and your spirit. And, you know, and that's how you really get to um, that alignment that like you said, makes things clear.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I think there's a, the big difference in modern medicine and traditional medicine. And let me clarify those terms. Modern medicine, in my view, is the Western, the allopathic mm-hmm. route, the pharmaceutical route. Traditional medicine, in my opinion, and for what we're talking about here, is holistic medicine, eating with the seasons, eating organically, you know, whole foods, um, using food as your medicine instead of relying on a Tums or pills. Uh So my view of modern and traditional is that.
0: Uh, And then we have future medicine, which is the blending of the two. Mm -hmm.
1: Integrative. Yeah,
0: integrative, which I'm really excited about. But you're right, it's let food be thy medicine. Who said that? Hippocrates. Thank you, I always forget that. Food be thy medicine. Hippocrates.
1: Hippocrates. And medicine be thy food. So, um, but yeah, I like what you said about our, you know, our brain telling everything's going to be okay. Yeah. So, what happens, I'm just going to go off on a little tangent here before we dive into the nutrition program, but what happens when you eat something that you have a sensitivity or an allergy or um, is just not sitting well with you is that your body will recognize it as um, something that it can't assimilate. It'll take what it can, hopefully. But the rest of it, if it can't digest it in a certain amount of time, then your body deems it dangerous. And so now your body is taking minerals from itself to encapsulate it, this piece of food. So let's just say it's It's taking, called damage
0: control, right? Like, right. All right, okay.
1: Yeah, so that it's thinking, oh gosh, we ha- everyone, don't freak out, but we have something going on. And I get a little dramatic when I tell this story. I like it. Keep going. So the, it grabs from your bones, let's say, because it's taking calcium, so it's taking bone density. It calcifies this little piece of food. We'll just call it bread for okay. this story.
0: Excellent choice, by the way.
1: And it takes it and it this bread, and then it goes through your body, right? So your body can recognize calcium. So it's like, okay, we will let you pass.
2: <laughs> wow. And then
1: it goes through butt. calcification doesn't mean that it's going to be this soft little pebble surrounding this piece of bread. It's going to be like a a crystal form. So this is softly lacerating your insides, giving you leaky gut and some other issues. Mm -hmm. So I know it sounds very dramatic. This is happening on a very small scale, but think about all of the things that we eat that don't sit well with us, right? Right. And that we may not even know we have a sensitivity to right so this little piece of calcified food bread is going through your system creating these little lacerations so now your body's feeling okay now there's a little bit of blood there the brain is going whoa whoa, whoa, wait what's going on so now there's stress hormones but the body the brain doesn't want everyone to freak out so it starts to produce um endorphins
0: awesome I love so that
1: Everyone calms down. We got this under control. Right. Everyone meaning, you know, all the systems in the body. Right, right. Don't worry. Here's some endorphins. Everything's okay. So as... <laughs>
0: look at here. Look at here. Yeah. Kind of thing. Right, okay.
1: <laughs> so then, of course, now we're thinking, oh, but this is so delicious.
2: hmm
1: Now we're feeling really good because the endorphins start to happen. So now, all this food that is essentially creating this huge drama Nightmare. in our body we're going oh this is amazing i want more because the endorphins are telling us that it's okay <sighs> i yeah.
0: have never heard it like that <laughs> and it makes so much sense that was like story time yeah that yeah. was rad okay good
1: yeah i like to tell my nutrition stories. that is
0: fantastic i love kind of how you I, ju- <laughs> I love how you worded that i watched it like in my mind the whole way. It was just a really seeing cool. Seeing that whole drama unfold yeah. like yeah, a yeah. Netflix series. Exactly. <laughs> it really was. I just binged on that. That was intense. Yeah. Awesome. All right.
1: So going back to that, yes, sometimes we our our brains are, you know, we're kind of tricked into thinking, oh wait, this is so amazing, which sure, bread is delicious. However, if we really pay attention to what's going on and how we feel in our other brain, our gut, then we will um we won't be tricked as easily mm. yeah we'll know exactly what sits well what doesn't sit well and we can do this by keeping a food journal too if we're if we're not sure if we're feeling our optimal self keep a food journal and really you know write in this diary of everything you eat how you felt and kind of follow through and see
0: i love that and another thing too that i've learned was um you know after After fasting and eliminating everything, Mm -hmm. the reintroduction part. Now, years ago, I did this thing called the Whole30, Mm -hmm. and it's an elimination diet, basically. And I completely believe that an elimination diet is really the only diet that everyone can do that will be prosperous. I don't follow all – I love trying all the diets, and um, I have. And, in fact, after, after this fast, I'm going to be trying a vegan diet for I don't know how long. But um, I just, only because I want to experiment and I have the opportunity to. And I do really love to know what makes my field body optimal, yet it is a moving target because every year, every five years, every 10 years, the chemistry in my body is changing. So it's really, really interesting and important to me to kind of follow this um, through, through my day to day. So the reintroduction of food, like you said, bread, right? Mm -hmm. Now, what usually happens when you eat bread? It's most likely a sandwich. So what we have here are a bunch of ingredients. Mm -hmm. Mayonnaise, mustard, tomato, cucumber, sprouts, uh, turkey, uh, whatever. Whatever you want on your sandwich. And so that's where it gets a little confusing is Mm -hmm. because um, to, to really understand what a food does, you have to have it soloed. You actually have to push the solo button so you can actually eat it, digest it, feel it, pay attention to what's happening, and then move on from there.
1: Mm -hmm. And if you're not going to do an elimination diet um, right off the bat, but you do want to keep a food journal, it's, like Kalea said, it's important to to write everything you're eating. So don't just say, okay, for lunch I had a turkey sandwich. What kind of bread? What else was in it? Are you using um, paleo, mayo, traditional whatever that craft or whatever it is or um vegan mayo you know whatever it is really get descriptive so that when you go back to look at patterns you can say oh wait a minute okay there's tomatoes on that that and that maybe it's not the bread maybe it's not the turkey you know something like that
0: even more interesting if you want to go even to a further level um, okay i had vegan mayonnaise and it made me feel this way this way this way the last times i ate them then go into the vegan mayonnaise that you're you're eating and look at the ingredients there, because it might be canola oil. It might be anything that's in that vegan mayonnaise that could be offsetting your your best optimal self.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I um, went to the Natural Healing Institute of Naturopathy and got. Uh, I studied well, my whole HHP, but this particular portion of it is holistic nutrition or the the. Um, Certification is Certified Nutrition Consultant. And Holistic Nutrition is basically, it looks at each person as a, um, a biochemically unique individual. Which we are. Yeah, right. absolutely. <laughs> and um, and with different needs and different goals and different symptoms. And there could be something that bothers me and bothers Kaleo. Compl- it, it could be the same um symptom but there's different reasons for it. So everyone is completely unique and holistic nutrition also takes into consideration everything else. So you know holistic health is um, what are you doing with your time, What is what are you doing energetically, spiritually, emotionally, how are you feeling on all of those levels, not just um, nutrition and how you're feeling in a physical way. So holistic nutrition is um, you know, it's it's basically eating whole foods, plant-based, organic. However, if you don't eat plant-based meals or, you know, if you do choose to eat meat, finding the best sourced and the closest to source that you can. Um, and we'll get into that in a little bit. So um, I became a nutritionist and it really was empowering to me to know that okay if I'm not feeling good I don't have to just take a pill. I've already gotten rid of these headaches and I've noticed that um, I know a lot of people out there especially through our community and just talking with people they know that they should be eating organic or um, you know making better choices but they really don't know how and that's where I created these programs that are, um, I don't want to say simplistic, but I have different tiers to it. So the first one that I created is, uh, oh, and I do want to say that I, I have occasionally some workshops at the studio too, like Healing with Whole Foods, and, and they're very, <laughs> I would say digestible, but yeah, I get no, that's no a pun intended. Yeah, perfect word. But <laughs> yeah, you couldn't hit it better. Yeah, so I like to keep things simplified to... Um, to motivate for success right if we have too much information and we're trying to make a huge change drastically and we're not ready for that that big big change we have a huge um, you know big week coming up or a lot on our plate we have to drop off the kids at their things you know we want to make it um, very accessible and reasonable to promote you and bring you up for success and also, all of these tools, it's definitely up to you. So I can, I can guide you in this holistic journey, but ultimately it's up to you to want to make these choices. Um, so the, for the first program that I have, it's a, called the Health Jumpstart. It's a consultation with a follow-up. And this is one that's really good for people who have general wellness or nutrition concerns. Um, they know something's wrong, but they're not sure... Um, what it is uh, they know they need to make a change but they're not sure how um, you might have f- figured out that you have a food allergy or sensitivity or a new diet concern and you need some guidance along that path or if you just want to start feeling better you know sometimes we just we just want to feel good <laughs> um, or if you have a specific health goal and you want to have a plan so maybe some weight loss or weight gain or Um, you know more energy or working with the adrenals whatever it may be and so this is the first one it's a 60 to 90 minute phone call consultation unless you're in the area and then this includes a 30 minute follow-up phone call to review a personal plan that I've created for you and make sure that you completely understand it and then any you you have um, option to have follow-up phone calls with me as well.
0: I love the fact that you're taking it from a really wide angle. So it's not just food. It's not just how to eat. It's all these other practices Mm -hmm. that, um, like, again, I I always say this. There's no magic bullet. The magic bullet theory is bunk. So um, it's always a combination of things that usually gets things done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I love that. Great.
1: And then the next tier that I have is the whole health package. So this includes the healthy jumpstart consultation and the follow up phone call and that whole plan that I give you. But it also includes three additional 30 minute follow up phone calls included in that plan. And um, also I'm available with any questions throughout this. Uh, via email on this plan. Right. So at any time you can email me and I'll I'll respond. We don't have to set up the additional phone call just for a, a quick question. You can email me through that that whole time. And most appointments are scheduled four to eight weeks apart so you have time to work on each step and really get to assimilate it into your day-to-day um, practice. And this whole health package is is good for people who may have chronic digestive issues Um, adrenal fatigue or exhaustion, weight loss, weight gain, um, a specific, you know, a specific idea, specific plan, or anyone who would like to help have help and accountability to make lasting lifestyle changes. It's really exciting when you start a new program, but it's, it's making it, um, making it so that you can be successful, not making it seem like it's a lot To do and you, it kind of falls by the wayside. So you want to um, create lasting lifestyle changes.
0: Yes, exactly. It's the consistency that will bring you through. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I love the fact that um, you know that's that's kind of what it is. It's it's really how much or what's the percentage of time that you're putting in, and then what's the percentage of time that you're putting into things that you now know because you're empowered aren't really your best fit. Perfect example. I love California burritos. Like, I love them. Mm -hmm. But I understand that they don't make me feel incredible. In fact, they make me feel the opposite of incredible. Mm. But during my endorphin splurge while I'm eating them, (laughs) right? It's like incredible. So, my percentage of hanging out with a California burrito is a lot less than my percentage of hanging out with just an avocado, some MCT oil, black pepper, and turmeric, <laughs> right? So, mm-hmm. but but and also again, not to stress out about when you want to, to go outside of what you know makes you feel optimal. Mm-hmm. Because there's always gonna be social events, there's always gonna be a craving that hits you. And to stress out about that is actually doing more damage, I think, than the food. And that's right. just my... That's my situation. That's my take. That's what I like to go into. My, I would say, I'm going to not call them cheat. I don't like that. I'm going to call them my special meals (laughs) because they really are. They're my special meals. So already I'm changing the story about them, making it better, making it already feel good because cheating just has this like negative connotation about, oh, no, Mm -hmm. I'm doing something wrong. But if you're special Mm -hmm. and this only happens like, christmas once (laughs) once a month for me uh you know then it's one of those things where it's like okay i get it i understand what i'm about to go into i am in complete knowledge of what's happening and i'm okay with it i let all things go i allow to have a good time right now
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and to me like walking into the place and then walking out and not stressing out about it or not having any kind of regret or any like silly thing like that really It's just so fun knowing that I know, I know where the track is, you know, I know where the track is. I can walk right back to the track and hop on the train that I know gets me to my ultimate position. Mm -hmm. And I, to to tell you the truth, that is empowerment for me.
1: Yeah. The good place. The good place. Not the bad place.
0: (laughs) The good place is the bad place.
1: Don't say that. People may not have gotten
0: to that point. Too late. I already did.
1: (laughs) It's a Netflix TV show, by the way. Yeah. Um, So let's talk about what exactly, oh, I I do want to say though, Mm. yes, that stressing out about eating something that you know may not be 100% good for you and you know you're going to have a reaction to it, that is important. That is taking into consideration holistic health, right? So you want to also not be hard on yourself and it's taking into consideration your lifestyle, not just complete diet by the numbers, right? Like dietary
2: Mm -hmm, facts mm
1: -hmm. it's taking into account of let's see I have an event to go to that I'm really excited about at this one restaurant or I'm going you know and I'm gonna I'm gonna have my special thing I'm gonna enjoy myself I'm not going to restrict all the time and be miserable because that's not taking into consideration your holistic health that's just dietary facts
2: yeah
0: and that's like that's what i look at as um grabbing a rubber band and pulling it until it snaps ow and then i'm at kalima's like five days a week because i was so strict on myself
1: Cleo, are you having another special meal yeah
0: exactly <laughs> It was like, this is my, hi, this is my eighth special meal in a row. So you know what I mean? Hi, I'm so, Kaleo. Hi, I'm Kaleo. I have
1: a problem with special meals. I,
0: I, love, <laughs> I love my special meals. But no, you, like, you, like, you just stretch the rubber band, rubber band, rubber band, pack, it snaps. And the way to do it is that, you know, it's almost kind of like a breath.
2: Mm-hmm. Inhale,
0: exhale, allow yourself to do it. But um, you know, and everyone is a different story. Some some people can do and feel great with like four special meals a week and they're Mm -hmm. fine, or seven. But for me, that's where I lie. And I think it's I think it's super important that you pay attention, hence that elimination diet that I, I brought up earlier. I think it's just really important that you pay attention to what your body is saying to you when it's saying it to you. And again, it's a moving target. You're constantly in a state of flux. You're not going to be the same as you were 10 years ago or 20 years ago. I'm a new person today from yesterday. Actually, mm-hmm.
1: okay. six day brain rather yes. than five right, day right. brain.
0: Thank you. I'm a six <laughs> day brain, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, and also I wanted to talk about you know just little choices that you can make today without going through a program or seeing a nutritionist or um, taking a workshop. Just small things that you can implement in your day to day life that can drastically improve your way of life and your digestion um, and just how you feel in general and the obvious is you know eating organically you know that There's a huge surge right now, which is amazing.
0: Well, not just organic, but if you can find organic and local, so the food source is closer to you.
1: Right, well that's what yeah, I was going right, to get right. to, yeah. So organic and local would be ideal, specifically if you grew it yourself. Yes. So close, I mean the prana is just flowing mm-hmm. in these vegetables and you can just pick it from your garden and, and cook. That would be ideal. Second would be finding organic and local, maybe at a farmer's market, or um, if you know of a, a specific farm, we have Cyclops Farm here in Oceanside. We're really fortunate to have them um, somewhere that you you know know and trust. And, and it is really hard to get an organic farm um, label or certification. Um, it's... not hard to actually, well, I don't know what it takes to actually do it yourself, but I can imagine that not using pesticides would be a little more challenging um, with all of the biodynamics that happen, but on a government level, it's really, really challenging to get that USDA organic label. So supporting these local farms that are organic is paramount to keeping it, you know, keeping the prices down, keeping them in business, um, motivating other people to, to do this and to have organic farms instead of the Modern I don't want to say traditional the the modern which is just you know You go to the grocery store and you pick out the most beautiful large red apple That's waxed instead of the funky looking one. That's organic and
0: local <laughs> right uh, for me personally, I I will always pick organic over local no matter what. But if it's organic and local, that's like the perfect alignment for me.
1: Yeah, and that's that's hard to do though. I mean, cuz you know, I think you have to really look at your carbon footprint and where where you lie on that. Because if you're finding something that is organic but it's out of season and it's getting shipped halfway across the globe and then trucked and then brought to you, Know, then you're you have a high carbon footprint so i agree organic always um but i do appreciate the local sometimes at the the farmer's market you may find you know they say local and they say non pe- no pesticides we don't spray but yet they can't afford to get that certification of organic so i say just educate yourself and talk to the the local farmers
2: absolutely really if, if it
1: comes what, out of that yes yeah see what their see what their um their practices are because they could essentially be pretty much organic but they just haven't gotten their certification yet mm-hmm. so just talk to them and, and educate yourself about that
0: i agree and if i find like if i don't find blueberries uh that are organic at the store but i do find them like from ecuador that are organic <laughs> i'm just gonna say you know what i'm okay right now Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I I can handle today without blueberries. Yeah.
1: yeah and eating with the seasons really important to eat with the seasons as well. Um, and then of course, you know unprocessed, unrefined um, foods that don't come in boxes as as um, you know as much as just eating things that you create. so getting your whole foods and, and creating from there. and then kaleo has, He buys meat from um, a specific ranch.
0: Called Sunrise Ranch. Yeah,
1: so he does a lot of work. If you do choose to eat meat, um, really source it well. Uh, We did just find a documentary. Oh my goodness, what was it called?
0: Oh, it's... uh, The End of Meat. Yeah.
1: Yeah, The End of Meat. It was
0: pretty nuts to see them create meat in a lab.
1: Yeah, that was a very interesting thing. With stem
0: cells. Yeah. I was pretty blown away like... It's it's so fun to be, like, right here in on Earth right now because we're right on the verge of, like, doing this kind of stuff. Like, it's nuts. You can make meat in a Petri dish, basically. Yeah. I don't know how it tastes because it's way out of my price range. By the way, that burger that they made in the lab, it's cost $280,000. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's way out of the price range for me to have a burger well,
1: that was the only one that they've ever done
0: still yet I can't afford it right yeah. now. Not for a burger. There's no way. It's
1: a really interesting do- documentary though because they talk about how Horrible the meat industry is for the environment. Number yeah, one, um, and, also and just
0: the for- animals
1: exactly, yeah, yeah. and This there's a huge vegan movement in Germany and it's growing, you know all over Europe Um where it's focused more on meat substitutes. And I think they're talking about all of this new science with creating meat that doesn't harm the animals. Um, and uh, we don't have to rely on, you know, these factory farms and all this, um, all of the horrible things that are done to the animals there, plus all the emissions and the greenhouse gases. Um, but they're focused, they're. Let's see, the people that they're marketing to is more of the meat eaters to get them to change their diet so as not to harm the animals and not to harm the environment. Their focus isn't on already vegetarians and vegans because vegetarians and vegans typically um, will want to eat the whole food plant-based diet rather than this, you know, manufactured burger
2: yeah and to,
1: t- t-
0: and to tell you the truth like you know before we even watch this movie I was really excited about trying a vegan diet because it's like one of the ones I haven't yet I've tried <laughs> everything so um, on my on my um, exploration on this and uh, we'll talk about it later in another podcast for sure because I can't wait to like you know explain how I felt uh, what was good and what was not but I don't want any kind of soy or right. fake Franken like meat, a meat substitute. I don't need yeah. that. Like this is all about going into a different realm. If I'm gonna have something that's a steak, I don't want a fake steak. <laughs> what I want, what I want is to actually really go into with, it, get creative yeah. with all of the the ingredients that are on the vegan food list, mm-hmm. and um, you know have a really really fun exploration on that point, point. and. To tell you the truth, I think one of the greatest feelings that I do have is is trying things for myself. And not, I would say, uh, not judging things right off the bat because it may be off or I'm not used to it. That's a dangerous way to think. For me, I really love to like, I, you don't know unless you go. And that's exactly what I love to do. And uh, I'm really happy to start like uh, this, this next part of the uh, evolution of me especially after I've had a chance to clean up and I don't know how long this fast is I never go for days I just go until my body tells me and so um, as soon as that cellular reboot is finished and then I'll have like a really nice clean palate uh, and a clean plate a clean slate to um, to really try and give this diet uh, what you know a, a running start if you would
1: mm-hmm. but I think most um, most well, A lot of meat eaters and this is what they're talking about specifically in this documentary a lot of meat eaters around the world are so reliant on the idea of you have a meat you have a starch you have a vegetable you know and I think it's a very um, old paradigm that people have a hard time to change so this idea of where's the meat Right? Where, where, where's the beef, where's babe? The, is what you're yeah. Trying, yeah. This is, well, this, is non, a, this is a non
0: this is a non meat eater trying to say it. Where's the beef? <laughs> where's
2: is, the meat? Yeah.
1: So I think it's it's shifting more. It's a pattern, it's a habit, it's a, a thought process of I have to have this in every meal that these people are focusing on shifting. So their demographic is the meat eaters that are going to miss meat a lot. And so their transition into vegetarianism or veganism needs that Uh, Meat substitute product. So that's what this documentary was showing that all of the the new um, new studies and new advances in non-meat technological
0: I call it I call it (laughs) frankenfood like Like when it like you like mash up a bunch of stuff and try to pass it off But I really this is bacon It's bacon.
1: (laughs) I really appreciate what they're trying to do though. To save the animals and to save the Absolutely. environment Absolutely. and our planet. Right. So I think it's a necessary—I don't know how to call it an evil, but it's a necessary process for a certain demographic to be able to get out of this habit of requiring meat for every meal.
0: I agree, and I mean, for, for me personally, eating something every day isn't a good thing anyway.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That was like a, thats like a rhyme. You can use that in a song. <laughs>
1: Six-day brain. You
0: know what I mean. Um, <laughs> I know, but look how like clear it is. And so I can come up with rhymes like that. So what well, you just you, diversity in a diet. Um, it's it's important to me. Uh, I know that there's a lot of, of thought out there that you know eating a big variety of foods isn't necessarily the best thing. But for me, I really I find a it interesting, and b I don't ever want to do or eat the same thing every single day that's not part of the routine i'm looking for Mm -hmm. the routine i'm looking for is exploration and trying things and and really allowing myself to fall into the experiment of it all Mm -hmm. it's like science class but way funner (laughs) because a you're not in school and b it's like your own deal true right i don't have to cut a frog or anything like that
1: (laughs) nope no so um, if anyone has any questions about um, nutrition or about these programs that we've just launched, it's on the the website, rebelamuse.com, under the Holistic Health tab. Um, and there's also other things that I offer, um, you know, a grocery store tour to be able to read labels and navigate the aisles and, um, you know, sometimes making a big shift in your diet or in lifestyle changes can be really scary, you know. So if anyone has questions, please feel free to email love at rebelamuse.com. Um, and if you want to schedule a nutrition consult- consultation, it's melaniewasman at me.com.
2: Perfect. All right. Well, enjoy your Monday and we'll see you next week. All right. Peace.